Hey guys, what's going on? A lot of you are back in business now after all this COVID shenanigans. And Doug and I are gonna talk to you today on today's episode about how to make this year the best year ever and how to bounce back like a boss. Let's do it. Salon owners are some of the most amazing people on planet Earth. The only problem is sometimes their hearts are so big and they give so much of themselves to their staff and guests that it creates unintended consequences. Our goal is to change the industry by elevating the way the rest of the world sees salons, spas, and barbershops and give it the credibility that it truly deserves. This is the Salon Owner Evo Revo Show. What's up, high performance family? It is Jason and Doug. What's up, Doug? How's it going? Dude, always a good day. Glad to be on with you today. Uh, for those of you guys that are hanging out with us, do me a favor. Type in the chat where you are on from. What city, what state, what country. Do me a favor. Let us know in the chat where you are to... <coughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Where you are tuning in from. Do you like that? Gotta love when you intro choke. That's a good day. Um, do me a favor. Type in the chat where are you on from uh, because today we're going to talk about how do you bounce, like, bounce back like a boss. Um, Doug, we've been seeing it all over inside the High Performance Salon Academy, right? Every single time we turn around, we're like, hey, I've only been open for two weeks of May and I've already had the best May I've ever had and we were only open two weeks. Like We've been seeing stuff like that. What have you been seeing uh, from clients inside the High Performance Salon Academy you've been hearing about? What have you been seeing nonstop? Yeah, I mean it's it's the best ofs. I mean it's the you know the the screen roll for for best ofs, best of days, best yeah. of RTS, yeah, best, best of, ever RTS. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's you know best month we've ever had, best week we've ever had. Um, and I mean we know it's not going to maintain those, but a lot of things are up. It's that I think the the trick is how do we capture that, use that to launch us forward even further uh, now that we're back. Uh, right. But it's yes, people have really been because people. I know the things like: Are people going to come back to salons? Are they going to want to be in that? Cut their hair at home forever. The the answer is yes, they want yep, to come back, <laughs> and uh, yes, they're willing, and and yes, they see you at a higher level than they've ever seen you before. Totally. Um. So it, it it's I've really just been every time I turn around, someone's like, "Wow, it's the best RTS we've ever had. Uh, best yeah. week. We were only open three weeks in May, and it was the best May we've ever had." Right. So, By the way, quick quick shout out. We got lots of people on. Uh, Davina, we are international today, man. We got Davina from Florida. We've got uh, Susan from Ontario. Craig from Brisbane, Australia. This is a good show. We got international already. Yeah, and I think that that idea of making sure that you have this best year ever is like you're gonna ha you're gonna be flooded with a couple things. Number one, you're gonna be flooded with you know challenged obstacles and new problems. But you're also gonna be flooded with cash and opportunity, meaning your business is going to have more money right now. And you're going to go, well, look, I, you know, I, and I just saw some new stuff going past in, in the United States here, Doug, that they're talking about reducing the requirements for the PPP money and they're dropping it down or they're allowing you to use more of it for your payroll and they're offering better incentives. So you're actually going to have more access to cash than you've ever had before. And so let's say you get an extra hundred dollars or you get an extra thousand dollars, you get an extra 10,000 or an extra hundred thousand dollars. What are you supposed to do with it on today's show? And what we're going to be talking about is what to do with that money. In fact, we're gonna talk about the four buckets that we want you to help. Uh, we want to help you put that in. So here are the four buckets in order real quick. We'll pop them up on the screen so you can see them is number one of the four buckets. You want to talk about what goes in your savings. Okay. So we're gonna talk about what goes in your savings because um, I know a lot of salon owners, Doug, were completely blindsided by this, right? Is that they didn't have adequate savings. They were freaking out. Fortunately, the government stepped in and did some things, at least here in the U.S., a little bit in Canada and some of the other countries they did as well. But for a lot of 
Milan's, they had a, a reality check about their savings account. And we'll go back and talk about each one of these individually. But savings is one. Number two is marketing. Marketing is the next big one that we're talking about. How do you make sure that you use your money wisely right now to invest in marketing to get you to make more progress? The other, speaking of invest, is invest in your team. Now is the time to take a really big look at how do you get your team to start uh, returning investment back to you because they are producing at a high level. And the fourth one that we want to talk about today is how do you spend money and put it in investing in yourself? Because, Doug, most people forget to invest in themselves. They're out there. And again, if you have extra money, just being, being real honest, for a lot of people, when you have extra money, you, you might spend it. If you've spent stupid money on stupid things before and been like, I should have invested that, do me a favor and say, spent it in the chat. Right, because I think that that happens. So, Doug, let's go through each one of those and talk about them. Let's go back to savings for a second. Well, well for, first of all, before we talk about each one individually, how, can we talk about the buckets and how that would how that would play out with his extra money? What would you say about that? Well, I mean, I think it's important to be aware that okay, there is this extra money there, whether it's coming from uh, excess government funds that you're not didn't have to spend all of it on uh, payroll, right. or just the fact that you're doing more business than you've done in a while. So, if there's more money uh, living there, it if you say, wow, I'm making a lot of money, or there's a lot of money there, and then, but if I don't, I'm not intentional about what I do with it, then it's just going to go away. And you're going to look back, yeah, that was really good when it was really coming in, but now it's not. And now right. I'm kind of in the same position I was before. That's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, we don't want is that. that you, yeah, you miss this opportunity to, okay, I've got this money. And one of the key things here is, you know, it's invest. Is, I mean, saving is the one uh, that is. It's kind of a, a safety net thing. You want to have that there. But the other three are all how you're investing in. And an investment is something that gives you a return. Right. Uh, so, so, so a lot of times people look at some of these, they look at marketing as an expense. They look at investing in their team as an expense. They look at investing in themselves. But I just can't afford to spend that money right now. Mm. Uh, so one thing, you've got the money now. So how are you investing it? And by definition, within a six month period of time, that investment should start paying you back and sustaining that Great so it continues to move you forward. Uh, but right now you've got the money to prime the pump. And if you miss it, and then later, you know, six months down the road, a year down the road, you're like, well, I'm kind of tied to get this because you didn't invest when you had the opportunity. I just like with right. stock, right? Now. So I'm a great place to put a little money in the stock market. It's going right. to, people look back five years from now and go, wow, I should have done something. I, I had extra money and I didn't do, I just spent it mm -hmm. instead of investing it. So I think today I think yeah. to get people real clear on that would be great. Yeah. So think of it this way. And by the way, uh, there's a, there's a bunch of different people who teach this bucket analogy, but I think it's really important. So if you look at those four buckets, right, we talked about it as in savings, marketing, investing in your team and investing in self, right? So those four things, savings, marketing, investing in team, investing in yourself, four buckets. So if you think about this, you have an extra hundred dollars, right? You got to take that hundred dollars and say, okay, where do I want to put that hundred dollars to make sure that I, I have it later and it did something good for the growth of my salon company. And so just to take you on a quick example is you could take each of that, each of those that batch of money, take that hundred dollars, right? Take a hundred dollars and invest $25 into a savings account, $25 into a marketing account, $25 into a team, a team account, and then $25 in a self-development account. Now I am going to say account because I think you should actually set up four bank accounts. Now, most of you guys, at least in the U S you can set up free bank accounts. Just go to your bank and say, Hey, what do I need to do to set up some free checking accounts? And you can set up these free bank accounts where you can actually deposit money in each of those accounts every single month. Because let's say at the end of this month, you go, man, I got an extra thousand dollars. Well, guess what? That means you have $250 you can put in that savings account, $250 that you put into 
into that marketing account, $250 that goes into each of those accounts. Why is that so important? Because if you have a surplus of $100, $1,000, or $10,000, if you just leave it in the main account, Doug, I don't know if you're like me, but like if I see that money in the main account, I might be like, oh, you know what we could really you use? Spend it. We could use some new right. laptops. We could use some new this. We could use some new that. Maybe I should buy this. Maybe I should. And you, you get excited and you spend that money because it's not like dog-eared or it's not allocated out to something specifically. Yeah, right? it wasn't an investment into a need. Sometimes it right. that money's like, oh, I've always wanted to get this and now there's some money there, <laughs> so I'm going to go get it. You know? Right. So, but, but, but then the other ones, you kind of put it out of your sight. And it's also, it's labeled specifically. So then mentally, when you go to spend that money, you know it's, it's like, for. am I spending it for what that's for? Right. And and I think that's such a such an important detail. If you're guilty of that one, do me a favor. And in the chat, say guilty. If you're just listening to us while you're driving around, you can just say guilty out loud and blame yourself. That's totally <laughs> fine. Because I know I'm guilty. I'm like double guilty of that one, right? Is if the money's there, I spend it. I, I've talked about that before. It's like the bank account cowboy. I'm like, there's money in the account. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I like spend it like I'm crazy. And so we, we've really gotten to the place where if I put it in a bank account and label it and know what it's there for, whether that's a vacation or other things in your personal life or in the business, you spend it in these things. Doug, you hit on a really important topic I want to go back to. You hit on a really incredible topic about return on investment for investing in marketing, investing in team, and investing in self. I want to talk about that because you know, I, I've, I've taught marketing for almost 10, well, it's been 12 plus years now, uh, and have been doing marketing since I was about 17 years old because I'm just obsessed and dorky about marketing. I've got marketing books behind me. Like I love marketing, right? The biggest thing that I see what happens with people is they say, well, I don't have a marketing budget. And we're going to talk a little bit about kind of the percents that we use on these things. But let's talk about marketing because I happen to be here and then we'll talk about savings and how do you how do you budget for it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes and again, Doug and I both have marketing backgrounds. And when we used to work in and marketing, advertising and radio and television, all those things is that they say, look, you can take you know, between three to 5% of your gross monthly revenue and recycle that back into marketing and use it. Now that's, that's kind of a general guide, three to 5%. Some people say even, I know some companies that spend 10% of their monthly revenue back on marketing. It depends on what your, your threshold and tolerance is. But I like talking about something called an infinite advertising budget, infinite advertising budget. What that means is if I have a hundred dollars to spend on marketing, I spend that hundred dollars to make a hundred dollars back. Now, if I spend $100 and make $100, guess what I can spend again? That $100 again, and the $100 again, and the $100 again, and the $100 again. So I think for a lot of people, they misunderstand that if you do marketing correctly, you should have an unlimited advertising budget. Now, right now, we're spending a lot of money on advertising, and we're, we're, we're helping grow and see, showing people what we can do and doing all these things because every time we spend money, that money gets returned and you can kind of keep it in a cycle. So the same amount of money that you use every single month should be in a cycle, getting a return on investment or growing what you're doing. So if you spend that $100 and you make $110 every time, well, guess what? Well, now I've made $10. I can spend that 100 and I've kept 10 and then spend it again and make 20 and spend it again, make 30, spend it again, make 40. And it amplifies and it grows and it grows, which is kind of the same concept, Doug, that we're talking about when you invest in your team and you invest in yourself. Because sometimes people go, well, look, if I'm going to pay a couple thousand dollars to go through some coaching, or I'm going to pay a couple thousand dollars to, you know, bring in somebody to do uh, a, a class inside my salon, whether it's in person or digitally or fly our team to go do something. I think a lot of people view that as an expense, right? Like that happens in mm -hmm. salons all the time. Like people tell us, right, for the academy, they're like, oh, well, that's an expense. I don't know if I can afford that expense. I'm like, well, if you look at it as an expense, that's not a good day. But if you look at it like an investment and it returns money to you, it makes a big difference. So how, how would you help salon owners calculate that return on, on expense 
or return on investment for uh, investing in team and investing in self. Well, I think the the idea is how is it going to generate more? Risk? So what's the if I if I get people the biggest thing is get people out of their own way, whether it's your staff or whether it's yourself. Yeah. Um, but the the thing that stops most people is they're unwilling to prime the pump. Um, yeah. If you do, you've got to put. Suggest- Can we talk about prime the pump? You've mentioned this before, but right. I want to make sure people understand. If you don't know what priming the pump is, what does priming the pump mean? I just thought, well, if you go way back in the old days, when you had an actual water pump, you had to pour water in it to get some suction to start pulling the, right. the you know, to Those get the big pump, pump handles. You had to go like, yep. you had to pump them like five, ten times. Well, you had to put water a, you pour out, a little right? water in it so you create right. a vacuum. The water, and then that starts pulling water up. So it's priming the pump. If you don't do that, you'll never get water out of it. You can pump it all day long, you'll never get water out of it. Um, so the idea of priming the pump is that that getting out of your own head about taking that money, and that's what's called an investment. The investment is priming the pump to get the machine to start to work. So whether it's marketing, whether it's investing in your team, whether it's investing in yourself, in business development and, and personal development, you've got to start putting that money in there. And it may take you know six months for that really to start returning. But then yes. when it does, yes. super it starts, important detail. Right. It becomes self-sustaining. As I, in the advertising world, it was always like, well, I'll do this for a month and we'll see. A month's generally not long enough. It's generally three months to see something happen with your advertising, especially if you're starting out with with nothing. Um, so, and that's something to think about when you're doing your marketing budget. You, you got to be able to there. You can't try something for a week and if it doesn't work, give right. up on it. Right. You've got to have a good plan with somebody, but yeah, with your team, it's like if my team starts to perform better, if I create the culture that I need to inside my salon, so everybody in that environment instead of growing a bunch of weeds i'm growing a bunch of really good fruit um so those are the things it takes a lot but it's the thing that stops people is that putting the the initial cash in to prime the pump um and they you know people think it's magic it's like you know the things uh, it's like people get in our program they'll say you know, it and i tell them it's not magic i said what can happen can be magical right but, but it's what, not magic it, itself. It's yeah. not magic. You've got to invest your money, your time, and lean into it. Because if you resist it, there again, that thing doesn't work. Just like if you if you try to do an advertising campaign and you're like, well, I don't think this is going to work. And then, uh, then it's probably not because you you the way you're you waiting for it to it, fail. You're waiting. Right. You know, it don't 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 put into something that you're expecting to fail because it's going to fail. Yeah. Find by the, do your by research. The way, yeah. By the way, as you look at this, and, and you know, Doug mentions this priming the pump. I think this is such a good analogy. I'm glad we took the time to talk about it because, you know, we I used to have an old boat where you had to like, uh, you know, squeeze the little ball that would put gasoline in the boat. It's like, you know, the gasoline's in the tank and it's got to go up this hose and into the engine. And the problem is, for a lot of people, they're trying to start the engine. And there's no, there's no gas in it, right? So you squeeze this little ball. It pumps gasoline into the engine. And so here's the opportunity, right? Is you now have extra gasoline, you can pour in your marketing engine. You can pour in your personal development engine. You can pour in to your self-development engine. You can pour into your savings account and give it that jumpstart. Give it that kickstart. Prime that pump in a way that will help you actually start to create that momentum in your advertising. Now, Doug, you mentioned this earlier when we were talking just before we started the show here. By the way, if this has been helpful for you, would you guys do me a favor and say helpful? And if you want, I also say this too, if any of you guys want more support with how do you figure out these accounts, these numbers, and what you can do, and how do you do it, type in the word support in the comment section, and we'll have somebody from our team reach out and give you some advice on that, because I think there's so many things that you can do here that if you do them right, it can be the best year you've ever had. If you don't do them well, 
right? <laughs> Judy said, prime the pump. Put that comment up on the screen. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think one of those things, <laughs> thanks, Judy, right, is that, you know, if you look at it this way, is that if you prime the pump correctly right now, just like Judy said, prime that pump. Thank you, Judy. Is if you prime that pump correctly right now and you use that, you know, surplus of money in the form or fashion that it's in right now to start juicing up your marketing, you start juicing up your personal development. You start beefing up that savings account instead of being that bank account cowboy like I talked about. You are going to be in a totally different position no matter what happens, no matter what's going on out there. And I don't know about you guys, but in the last three months, we have had just about everything that could be thrown at your salon possible. I literally saw people telling me they had to board up their salons because they were in downtown areas because all the you know stuff that's going on with rioting along with the protests and all these silly things. And like, sorry, I just have to clarify. The protests are not silly. The rioting is silly. Can I just be super clear on that? I wanted to just make sure I made that clarification is there's a difference between protesters and rioters and protesters, not silly. Rioting is ridiculous. So let me just clarify on those things, okay? Uh, but if you look at these things, what we're talking about right now and understand how important they are to your business is when you have that extra, you got to put it in the right places. Doug, can you talk for a second about savings? I think a lot of people get confused. You know, I've heard people say things like, we well, should have three months of your expenses in savings. You should have, you know, you should have 10% of something. You should have like, there are all these different numbers on savings. And I want you guys to type in the chat. What have you heard? How much money should you have in savings? Type it in the chat so we can talk about what you're, what you have in here too. Uh, but Doug, what, what are your, what's your take as a salon owner of how much money should be in savings? What, what do you like to keep around for that kind of rainy day fund, if you will? Yeah, and the way I look at it is it's uh, three months worth of fixed cost. Yeah. Um, not total cost, not including payroll and all that. I mean, because if you're ever having to pay three months of payroll and you have no income coming in, then you've got a problem. That's a different problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's... that's a big problem. Um, so, especially in this industry, because mostly it's labor heavy. Uh, so, just what are your fixed costs? So, when something like this comes up, whether it's this or whether it's a hurricane or whether it's a, a, a fire, whatever it is. Earthquake you still in California, got to sneak, sneak an earthquake in there. Right, an earthquake. Uh, yeah. so, but if that way, at least if something happens, you can self-sustain that period of time. If there's a program or insurance or something that's coming, then that can come and, and give you the money back. You put it back into your savings. But that peace of mind of being able to sustain for those three months is something that's very helpful. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people that's caught on by surprise. What am I going to do? Am I going to get the money? Did I, you know, could I get through? Did I, did I not get in there in time to get the first money? Uh, so there was a lot of people that went through a lot of pain because they didn't necessarily have some money there for fixed costs. They, they continue to that support window. Right. They, they got addicted to the cash flow. There's always money coming in and I'm always spending. As long as that cash flow continues, I say, had the game cash flow stops. Uh Oh, I'm in trouble. So yeah, and just that, looking that's, at fixed cost. I, I want to say this too. Um, I was listening to this the other day, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I do a lot of study and work with him, his team. And uh, he, as well as a couple other people, uh, Bucky Fuller defined wealth this way, is the number of days you could go without any more income coming in to your life. So think about that for a second. How many days could you go without income coming into your life? So like if the salon stopped making income today, how long could you go before the salon would go away? How many days? Could you go three months forward? Could you go five days forward? Could you go one week forward? And I think, Doug, what you said that's really important here, talking about the savings, is you said three months of fixed expenses. 
And fixed expenses, totally different than all labor expenses because you're talking about the rent, you're talking about utilities, you're talking about you know any subscriptions that you have and just basic business operation, not your entire payroll, right? Because you could have a payroll right. of 10 grand or 100 It's just like grand. products. You don't yeah. need to have three months worth of your product budget <laughs> yeah, because if you're not selling any products, then why would you be buying products? Uh, mm -hmm. So this is one thing, too, that I think is super important and I think a lot of people don't talk about is – you also got to be aware not to put too much money in savings. Yes, that's a good uh, you point. You need the savings. The savings needs to be there for its purpose. But don't get all paranoid and start putting all this money in there because it's doing next to nothing in there. It, it's something right. that is good for having uh, for its purpose. But you put too much in there, then you're wasting money because <coughs> – Excuse me. Now you were choking. Um, see, so that's how that happens. Yeah. I got you all choked up. Uh, so, but the thing is, that money needs to be working for you. If it's right. if it's in a savings account, unnecessarily in a savings account, it's not working for you. You need to put it into the other three buckets that are investments that have a return on their investment. The only that's one right. here that doesn't have a return on the investment is the savings account, but it's a thing that can keep you alive when an unexpected thing happens. Yeah, I'm gonna say this too. This is super important. I, I had a client who was uh, one of our early clients in the High Performance Salon Academy, I'll never forget. I sat I sat down with him and we were talking about his accounts and he told me he had $450,000 in a savings account, just in case, just in case. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, number one, do you know that the banks, the, in, some of you guys don't have $450,000 in a savings account, maybe some of you do. But I said, do you know that the FDIC only insures you, number one, for $250,000, so that's a problem, because if anything ever happens, like they're not gonna insure your money, fraud or whatever else that could happen. Um, so that's a problem. And then number two, to your point, Doug, is that that money's not in an account actually working for you and making money for you. You're actually losing money, because it like money, if it sits in a savings account, is actually rotting. So there's a couple of different investment accounts out there. You can put it in that has a very minimal return on investment, but in 24 hours, you can have access to those investment accounts. Those are really, really important that earn enough money to at least beat inflation and do all these things. So be really tuned in and be really aware. If you're one of those people, and again, I know I have friends like this, my wife is actually like this, where she likes to see the, the number in our bank account as big as, as big as possible. What I like to see is the number in our, in our investment accounts as big as possible. So it's a very big difference. Some people feel security with savings. Some people feel security in investments and things that you have. So be aware, be tuned in and make sure you use it the right way. Um, by the way, guys, if this has been amazing for you today and you've got a lot of value, would you do me a favor, type in value. I'm going to leave you with this last recap and the challenge for today's podcast. Okay. Our challenge today is set up four bank accounts, one for your savings, one for marketing, one for your investment of the team, and one for your investment in self. And then set up those accounts and start doing it. And then reach out and do something. Find something you can spend on marketing. Find something you can do to invest in your team. Find something you can do to invest in yourself. I know inside our academy, we work for everybody to get their return on investment within the first 90 days they're in it. So it doesn't become an expense, that it becomes an investment that actually makes a return. It makes a huge, huge difference. Uh, yeah, everybody's saying value value, 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 value. Amazing. Thank you. So you guys, thank you so much for being on today. Uh, it's been our pleasure to be here. Check us out every week on uh, every week on Thursday morning. Uh, it's 8.30 Pacific time. What is that on the East Coast? I literally have to count on my fingers. 8.30, 9.30, 30, 10.30, 11.30 East Coast time. 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 East Coast. Check us out every single week right here on the podcast. Doug, thank you so much for being on today. Hope today has been valuable for everyone. Take care, everybody. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Evo Revo podcast. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, leave us a review, and you can always get more information, including show notes and the video episodes at evorevopodcast.com.